So there I was, everyone looking at me when I cast a Shivan Devastator for 15. Ricky, I was there. That was a Crackling Drake. Uh, yeah, but it attacked for 15. Yeah, because you cast Treasure Cruise five times that game. I don't even know how the judge let that happen. Oh, you know, it's an RCQ. Welcome to the Crew 3 Podcast. I'm host Ruckman with me this week. It's my co-host Ricky. Uh, Chris will not be with us this week, but we have time to celebrate. Ricky did it in our last Red RCQ. Ricky got the dub. About time. Just think, if this would have been in a couple weeks, you would have been qualified after that first one. I, I know, I know. That was really frustrating to, to learn. I was like, if I don't qualify, but I should have. But, you know. I, I need to check my availability, but uh, I hear Tiny Toilet might have a double-up Pioneer event in October. Ooh. Uh, when can I play again? October? Yeah. Okay. season. All right. So that's the next season. And it feeds a standard Pro Tour, but, like... Yeah. Stores are still running still running in Pioneer I've, Modern. I've already seen, like, three... Bo- uh, out of, like, the four I've seen scheduled so far, three of them are Modern, one of them is Pioneer. Right. So... Um, uh, I'll have to double check the data Tiny Toilet Adventures, and that might be maybe the only one I play this season. I think I'm going to like kind of chill this season and plan on like picking up again next year. Somebody's got to update the meme, though, right? Yeah. How, how come Phoenix is so good if I've never won a pro tour with it? Uh, we'll have to talk to Chris about that. <laughs> so like, that's because that's like that's one of the memes in the that the Discord made. It's like yeah, they pulled it from one of my. YouTube videos, which is funny uh-huh. and creepy and, and soul stealing, right? Yeah. Um, uh, in the most loving way, and uh, it's like me saying that uh, it was my my quote that you don't need to ban Phoenix because I haven't won with it yet. Yeah, I guess I won with it. I just like the conversation we had. I wish Chris was here to talk about this with him. The hey, if I lose this finals. We just tell Chris I scrubbed out, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. If I, if I didn't qualify, we were just going to tell Chris that we both scrubbed out, you know, had a nice dinner and went home, you know? <laughs> I will say, like, we'll, we'll, we'll go into more of your, your, your big actual performance there. Uh, I thought it was a great event. Uh, a little weird, the player count. Uh, I will have to say I'm very disappointed that um, – technically still live for top eight until the pairings came out and then it was a clean break was kind of annoying um two pair ups one is what happened oh that's why two okay. people got paired up and they both won which made okay. it clean yeah super weird very strange but yeah that is what ended up happening welcome to the 24 person event yeah welcome to i don't know i I like I said I I'm probably gonna take the season off just just to do some other stuff and That's what he enjoy says. some other another another hobbies for a bit. It's also a shorter season. It's only like October through the beginning of December. I mean, we'll to be fair, the the next season is also like you know there's other stuff in the way, holidays in the way, holidays and stuff, and stuff like that. Yeah, but, so uh, you know, just win the first one and then then you get to vacation the whole time, right? So finals at the tiny toilet. Yeah, finals at the tiny toilet. All right, I think I'm I think I'm gonna hang up Mono Green for a bit though. I think I'm hoping that in the season break, Wizards 
hangs up mono green for you. Yeah. I think I think the pro- I think what stopped my streak from going is the fact that I stopped switching decks. Oh yeah, we should have switched to something else. Uh, the weirdest thing about that event was the meta of that event. That was a we had not seen a meta like that in a while. Uh, it was twenty four players, so anything can happen. And what happened is nobody brought DMU cards. There was like two people that had Lilianas, and they only had like two or three of them. Yeah, which is probably the right number. There were two people. Yeah, on- I agree. Red, black, mid-range in the whole event. Uh, there might be one or two more. I'm, I'm pretty sure I was the only Phoenix player. Uh, yeah. Uh, I was one of two mono-green players. There's a lot of mono-red and a lot of like, hey, we found the Lotus player, though. There were two Lotus field players. Uh, well, one traditional, then one, of course, uh, uh, Azraniel from the Discord, or uh, friend friend of mine. I did um, like... Um, is it Gargroth's uh, Abzan list was like really sick? Yeah, Gargroth's Abzan list was sick. So, uh, Gargs, when you listen to this, make sure you post that list in the Discord. And like, I felt really bad because like we both sort of showed up expecting a Liliana and Ragavan heavy, not Ragavan, sorry, the other uh, small animal, um, Grease Fang heavy format and came main deck prepared for that. Uh, but his smiters, you know, didn't get to do their thing. But thankfully, my main deck of braids uh, were actually just fine into the, like, hyper-aggro format that we found ourselves sure. in. Sure. Man, I played against a mono-red player who was probably the hottest I've ever seen mono-red ones. So that was uh, soul-crushing for me. Did he, but it's okay. did he have chick? We bounced back. He didn't have chick. Didn't have chick. Didn't have chick. He, uh, he had main board uh, Chain Whirler, though, on my game I was stuck on two lands. I I I like a main deck Chain Whirler. That's fine, you know. Uh, I don't know. It does. I think my, like, one of my issues, I think, with Mono Green is, in paper, you really gotta shuffle the hell out of that deck. Because by the time a game goes long and it's over, you've seen, like, three-fourths of your deck and it's all, like, clumped together. Right. So that just leads to like just some of the worst like storm and cavalier flips I've seen, but you know, I'm not gonna, I, again. I I don't think I personally made a whole lot of mistakes in that event. I think there's the deck losing to itself, which I feel like is kind of the narrative of mono green. The only mistake I saw was in a game that you already had won. Yeah, you like you could have won a little bit faster. Yes, but it's okay. Like you were in no danger of losing, <laughs> so that's fine. Then, uh, I don't know, it was pretty sweet. It was nice. It was Pioneer. I played against uh, this super sweet, like, Scapeshift deck. Oh, yeah, talk about that deck. Uh, They were playing, um, like, all the landfall creatures, like Uh the aggressive ones, like the... uh, The GOP and Scythecat? Like, uh... Brushfire Elemental? Yeah, Brushfire Elemental, the uh, Akum Hellhound... Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, the ones, yeah. The ones that weren't from BFC, the ones from Zendikar Rising. Yeah, well, there's also a GP and the Scythe Cat. Right. Scythe Cat costs three, though. And doesn't it does, and so does GP. So does GP. They're both bad. And then they were also playing the Valakut's uh, Exploration. Awakening? The, like, the enchantment that says whenever a land comes into play, you exile the top card of your deck. And if you don't, okay. if you don't play it, your opponent takes the damage. Okay. And then, uh... Yeah, just like the like the six drop 
that says landfall abilities trigger twice. A Ooh. bunch of ramp, and then they just tried to scape shift. Uh, if I did not s- sit next to them the match before, I would have tapped out like a numbskull and lost game one when they had uh, two of the Valakut exploration enchantments in play, and they uh-huh. cast a scape shift for eight lands to deal, try to deal 16 damage to me. Uh, but we had the Is It Charm. <laughs> Ooh, is it sure I'm getting them? Yeah, um, that was uh, very scary. Almost, uh, almost us dead there. But uh, you know, that deck was sweet. The zombies deck I played against was pretty sweet. Main decking Shadow Spear. Yeah, to like make themselves better into the other aggro matchups, which was a good call. As I said, Garg's Abzan deck was insane, and I yeah. lost uh, my only loss to a Lotus Field player, which is uh, a matchup I don't think I can win with Phoenix. Sure. Uh, man, I tell you what, though, uh, Azuranel's deck is, that's a, it, it's close. It's getting there. I believe Halo Fountain is a hell of a drug. I was watching, um, the Karn to actually use the plus one to win the game instead of the minus one is a, uh, bold move. This is the big baller place. Yeah, exactly. But also because of this, uh, randomly Karn shuts that whole deck down. Yes. And that kind of is lame. But that's just Karn in a nutshell for you. Well that's why we should that's why we should ban Karn. Yeah. Like but if Karn gets banned, uh do they have to play like scissors to make the Halo Fountain a creature? No, because you just win without it. Well the the infinite combo involves making Halo Fountain the creature. No it doesn't. It doesn't? No. It it, it that like helps it out, right? But you can if as long as he has like two untappers, he gets there without the Karn. Wow. Okay. Wild. Yeah. But uh, all in all, it was a very fun event. Uh, there was an elf player in top eight. I was la- I was so happy to see that. That deck was sick. Elves um, is always hot. They had. Uh, they just didn't have removal in game three to stop me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the, like, a single fatal push would have won him the the game. Uh, they did keep a hand of uh, two lands, two land of war elf, three collected company in game three. Oh, those elves aren't going to live, bud. Well, they did. Oh! <laughs> it was kind of awkward when, like, it was just, like, land of war elf, and then into another land of war elf, and then I was just, like, sitting there with sweltering suns in my hand, and uh, him holding up four mana. I'm just like, well, I guess we have to bait it, you know? Uh-huh. And then uh, he just... We got lucky and he whiffed and hit double Lanor Elf off the co- the Coco. And then we managed to uh, beat through the other two. But that was very spooky. Uh, three collected company hands seem insane. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a time I was an idiot, bottomed... Uh, Bottomed my second red sword yeah, in the finals. Let's, let's, let's yeah, let's 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 talk about the finals matchup here because that was a that was a nail biter of a finals. This is against Orzhov humans. Very good deck. It's very fair. Um, you know they've got Thalia. He, he think I think he was on. He didn't have any like yard hate. I don't think. At least we didn't mm-hmm. see it. I got lucky to not see it in the three games we played. 
Um, but uh, yeah, game one, we just sort of got there. You know, we did treasure cruise things. We did yeah. uh, play our removal things. Uh, game two, um, only getting to six, uh, four lands. Uh, this is this was so hard to watch sitting next to you. Four lands, sweltering suns, uh, two other spells. I don't even know what they were. I think it was like an opt and a charter course. Sure, and I only had two red sources in hand, and I just got stuck in my head that I was like, "This Odawara is super important in this matchup for some reason." I was just convinced that I needed to hold on to the Odawara and not bottom. Like and to bottom a steam vent when I needed two red sources for sweltering suns, and then we just did not, didn't find another red source and died to a bunch of X three and unders. You know, Whew. I'm pretty sure that you did use that Odawara though, huh? Pretty sure you did cast that Odawara though. I did cast the Odawara. It was not enough. No, you also don't cast Odawara. You activate it. Yes, yeah, so I'm sorry. Sorry. I'm a retired judge, Ricky. I could be wrong now. Right, right. It's important because uh, Academy of Lore Master doesn't make your Odawara cost more. Oh. Uh, and also, by activating Odawara or Besage you during your own turn, you won't not get a wolf token from Halfhack Ambusher, which is things that we learned uh, last night on a stream. Oh, how'd the stream go, by the way? Uh, stream went great. Uh, we're going to probably be streaming... Monday and Wednesday nights, and then Sunday mornings. Cool. You'll uh, you'll update the schedule at some point, I'm guessing. Cool. Sounds good. And then, uh, of course, besides Ricky back of the streams, uh, we got Prog Series coming back hopefully next week. Ricky and I need to record the first episode, but I've got my setup back and ready to go. I'm ready to fill my box opening. We'll be returning with uh, Journey to Nyx because Born of the Gods was a nightmare that didn't happen. Are you just not going to post it? Oh, I found a funny way to include it. Are you just posting the box openings and nothing else? No. Okay. I'm including the pain. Oh, man. It's good. It, it'll be good. I got I to gotta work out the editing on it, but it'll be good. I promise. I believe you. Is it just, it's just going to be shredder noises for 30 minutes straight. It's just going to be me shredding every frame of the video. <laughs> just an image of Ruckman holding a paper shredder. Uh, but yeah, so we'll start that. Hopefully, uh, we'll record that here uh, either later this week, early next week, and start that going the next uh, week or so. So that'll be good. That'll be fun. And then uh, we'll see as my time commitment changes. Maybe I'll get another stream or two as well to get the crew three content rolling again. Whew. What a weekend! But what a weekend! I was so tired. Is a uh, you know is Willy Wonka a good guy? Oh my god! That everyone, Ricky and I finally sat down. We're we're big Nathan for you fans. But we finally got to sit down to watch the rehearsal, and I was not ready. Ten out of ten. Ten out of ten. Marilee did not like it. She she just uh, she was actively campaigning against it. <laughs> <laughs> but I showed her I showed her a couple of Nathan for you like before like earlier today. And she enjoyed that. So I think it just needs to be – I think the show just got – I think the rehearsal just gets too real, whereas Nathan for you, you know, keeps up the comedy. Right. Oh, it was a great – it was I, – I, I had a blast losing my absolute mind with you. I was – after after some late night Applebee's. Oh, yeah. 
We got them, them all you can wing wings. All you can wing wings. And then Ruckman oh, only yeah. ate one serving of wings. Look, I ate so many of those you, flaming you hot Cheetos like, cheese bites. Flaming hot Cheetos things. That was kind they of had flavin- They had flaming hot Cheetos wings, but it was like fifteen dollars for the plate. And I was like, I'll just get the unlimited all you can eat, and maybe I'll get another plate or two. Flaming hot dust is not the answer to your problems in life. It was they were pretty tasty. Fair enough. Big recommend find your nearest Applebee's and go get the flaming hot Cheetos cheese bites. Big recommend. Uh, friendship with Olive Garden over. Please don't unfollow us. Yeah. Uh, Chili's or uh, sorry, not Chili. Chili's. Oh no, I said the wrong oh, thing. No. Uh, Applebee's. Oh no, 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 no. Applebee's. No, come back, Applebee's. Give me the bees. Applebee's. When you're here, you're not at Olive Garden. <laughs> Applebee's. When you're here, something's gone wrong with your life because it's three a.m. and you're eating Applebee's. <laughs> oh man, it was a, a very fancy apple. It was a nice Applebee's. Yeah. Also, very busy for like 11 o'clock on a Saturday night. Yeah, and there were like tons of people walking in as we were leaving. Yeah, it was that was the place to be. It was bumping. Conroe, Texas. Who would have thought? All right. Are you ready to take a look at some Pioneer Challenges? I'm definitely ready to take a look at uh, Pioneer Challenges. I feel like I stepped into like this nice little Pioneer bubble where everybody yeah. was just playing like their favorite deck. And, uh, you know, we didn't have to think about, uh, I've been seeing a lot of tweets about Moneyball Pioneer. Well, it's getting close. That's when the first deck I'm looking at costs 777. Oh, no, I mean, uh, people have been just like, uh, we're now in like 20XX, the best deck is Rakdos midrange, and uh, all games uh, are won and lost by having the highest win percentage cards in your opening hand. Okay. Too much data. Thank you. Yeah, uh, yeah. but then after that, we're going to talk about uh, Ricky wants to ask the question of what's in my buy list cart right now. And uh, yeah, we'll talk about sort of cards we're looking to pick up as we head in this new season now that uh, Dominari is around the market for a little bit. So let's get rolling into these Pioneer Challenges. First and foremost, we have, let me make sure I'm on the right one. We have Saturday's Challenge. This was right. Yeah, Saturday. 9-10, Saturday's Challenge. In eighth place, we have Hermit Hero on uh, what is this? Uh, this it's called Nykthos Rant, but it's mono green. They're playing uh, one Teferi, one Bolas. Get the Bolas out of here. Just play another Teferi. Play another Teferi. Teferi. Win Teferi's the game. Good. Let's play Teferi. They're playing the Even Ox if... Wand. Oh, the Ox the Wand in the board. Oh, I've been Trans- seeing that, wand. and they're on Silex also. Yeah, I I'm like 50-50 on Silex. Part of me still likes playing Ratchet Bomb, but you can play Silex. And then untap it with the fairy and immediately activate it. Yeah, but like I'm just worried that a lot of the stuff we're gonna blow, like the stuff we want to blow up, is gonna blow up all of our devotion as well. You're right, but um, yeah, but like ratchet bomb is nice because you just blow up all the ones. I don't know. We'll see. I, I like the bomb. Uh, but anyway, like just don't play bolus. Just play your teferis now. Teferi, like even if you just have to run out an early teferi, like the anticipate ability is still good. Whereas, like, what's Bolas doing for you? Not a whole lot. Sometimes uh, Bolas can untap your Nykthos. Yeah, sometimes. Sometimes Bolas, sometimes Bolas can also blow something up, I guess. I just, I'm just not been a fan sometimes of Bolas. Sometimes Bolas can make both players discard a card. <laughs> uh, all right. Seventh place, we have Archugas on Bant Spirits. The deck I should have been playing, but Ricky talked me out of it. Uh, sixth place, Lego Hog Rider 
on Mono Green Devotion with two Teferis. Uh, fifth place, we have Jekt on Is It Pyromancer. This There's is a little bit of a different cool build here deck. playing Crackling Drake, but I'm totally here for it. we got four Legend Shredder, four Young Pyromancer, four Crackling Drake, four Consider, four Fiery Impulse, four Opt, two Spell Pierce, one Strangle, one Abrade, two Charter Course, two Fires of Victory, one Lava Coil, four Treasure Cruise, three Fable of the Mirror Breaker. Yeah, this deck's sweet. Uh, I'm here for it. Except for Fires of Victory. I'm sorry. I've tested it a little bit. Don't play this card. Don't play it, the man says. Card's bad. Just play a braid if you want more removal. Like, yeah. if you want specifically Planeswalker removal, play Spell Pierce. I'm just going to say it now. Play Spell Pierce. You're playing two already, and you did well. I'm not saying anything bad about this deck decision, but I didn't like Fire's Victory. Tell me how many times it got kicked. Tell me about... Oh, real quick, though. We forgot to mention this. What was the new hotness in your sideboard, though? To Jaya. Yeah, Jaya put in a lot of work. Jaya was good. I only cast her during two or three games, uh, but she won me those games. Those prowess tokens are no joke, and the fact is, like, you can cast Jaya into mid-range board and make a token. She puts her to five. Most of their creatures attack for three or four if they've got a creature out, right? Yeah. So if they spend removal on the token and then attack Jaya, she's going to live. And then she makes another token and you can leave your mana up. And now that token, you can just cast your, your air spells on your opponent's turn and make the token trade with like Trespasser or, or Bone Crusher. Um, I just think that it's a uh, card's kind of like super, super undervalued right now. And I think in the spell slinger deck, She's way better than Chandra Torch Defiance. How how do you like her to compared to like Sahili though? I played one Sahili, two Jaya. Sahili is very good, but Sahili secretly doesn't cost three unless you're like on the play. Sahili's tricky. Like Sahili's tokens never will really be that much better than just the little uh-huh. one ones. I don't know. I liked the two Jaya and the one Sahili, and that's what I'll probably keep it as. I don't like. Uh, friendship ended with young pyromancer i'm pretty sure just like diversifying your threats into planeswalkers instead of creatures is way better like you already have enough like to threaten your opponent's fatal pushes Mm -hmm. you you need to like also make it make them feel bad for playing dread bores on your like ledger shredder like when you play like your second ledger shredder and they have to dread bore it then like you play the jaya and they're just like uh uh-oh yeah uh, all right. Uh, fourth place, we have Heir of Elendil 15 on Mono Red with Phoenix Chick. I think one of the big winners of the set that we also uh, were too stuck in the studio fumes to remember. Right. Phoenix Chick. Uh, this is the build playing Obosh. Uh, this deck it is, is yeah. very fun. Yeah. Chandra Dress the Kill still showing up. A little more affordable now, so that's kind of nice to see. Remember when she was like a hundred dollars for the playset? I mean, yeah, she's a. Uh, I, I think this deck is huge. Kumano is insane. Uh, yeah, like this deck is sweet. Phoenix Chick is insane. The only downside to this build is that you don't get to play Ember Cleave. Also, yeah, but just Phoenix Chick having evasion is just so just gives the deck that little extra push. If you like, like play the Phoenix Chick after a Kumano. It's the best feeling in the world. 
Also, it can't block. Just make sure everybody knows that. Yeah, sorry, sorry, sorry about your spirits matchup there. Uh, second place, funny man, or sorry, third place, funny man, thirty-one three nine nine on a similar build here. I think it's the same here. Maybe a couple different sideboard cards. No, we are the exact same. So uh, looks like we're doing good there. Second place, Russell Wilson on uh, Karn Devotion here. Uh, two fairies again this time. Two fairies back up to the four Kiora. You know, I still like having the three Teferi, but I don't hate the switch to the third, the uh, the fourth Kiora. Sylvan carried stock definitely going down with the inclusion of Liliana, though. Uh, and then first place, we have Zaros playing our first copy of Black Red Midrange, featuring three copies of Liliana, the Veil of the main board, and three copies of Shieldred the Apocalypse uh, in the main board. I told you. said no to Kalidus. I told you the Apocalypse was coming. It is. It's I was You're telling right. you guys that it was going to replace Kalidus. I don't know if it should replace Kalidus. I think I should be like a 1-1 one, one split with like one more of each in the board. It gains you two life whenever you crack blood. It like, it's just, ugh. like you, you dumped a Fable of the Mirror Breaker and like you gain four. Yeah. It's gaining you just as much life as Kalidus would. And it's like a four or five. It's like impossible to beat through. Like, it needs, like, exactly... Like, it doesn't die to Lava Coil, which is insane. Mm-hmm. I, and also, something I want to point out in this list that I think is, like, the clutchest new tech for this deck. Is it uh, Karavek in the board? It is, in fact, Karavek in the board. Karavek, Extinction Event here for all the Mono Green matchups. Back to playing Hit It Suga Consumes all on the sideboard. Tech that I was, like, fighting for since the beginning. Uh, I think this board is so tuned now. For Leyland, we're messing around. We no longer, no longer are we messing around. I am no longer asking, right? Yeah, I still think we should be playing like maybe one or two to invoke despair in this board here. I don't know. We're cutting for it. I like taking the uh, the mono green tech of Sky Sovereigns good in the mid range matchups and just taking it for ourselves. Kavrakek or Kavrak or whatever his name is. Kavrak. Kavrak. This card just kind of blanks a whole lot of decks right now which is crazy mono white uh Uh, mono white a lot of the elves decks mono green can get kind of shut down by this mono red uh mono red is struggles so hard underneath this spirits they 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 have to prowess well i mean it's a static ability so like at the end of turn they'll still die oh they have to proud oh yeah they have to prowess to deal damage yeah yeah, their their guys are one two. The only like thing live through Karavik. that helps mono red against I don't think actually you bring in Karavik against mono red. I think it's more for no. like mono blue and mono white and, because and, uh, yeah. mono red can just kill this. Kill yeah, it's, it's, it's too it's toughness. toughness. Yeah, but those three shields of the apocalypse are not going to let mono red go anywhere. Yeah, that's for sure. Uh, a bit of a, also a bit of a teaser for what's in my card kingdom cart right now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, let's scroll on through the rest of this event though. Point out a couple of cards here. Tenth place is always controlled by Bolivo. Uh, you'll see something different here as we're playing a bunch of triomes to play three leyline binding. What do you think? <sighs> you know, I mean, so you're already pl- you're already playing irrigated farmland, right? Right. So might as well Pele the Triumph that costs just one more to cycle, but it'll give us a couple extra mana off of our 
Leyline? So, Leyline binding is insane in modern. Yeah. Because... You can fetch for free. You get to fetch. So you find one Triome on turn one, hold up your free spells, and then find a Shockland on turn two that finishes your domain. Yeah. So, like, this card is insane in modern. Uh, I don't think it's as good in Pioneer. There is one deck it's good in, but we'll uh, we'll come back to that. Uh, Niv? Uh, well, Niv and also 14th place Fires of Invention. Fires of Invention, huh? Yeah, five-colored fires. This is the Enigmatic version? Yep. Oh, my lord. You can sack it to go get a seven. A.K.A. I don't know it's... Huh? Titan of Industry. Yeah, or Agent of Treachery. The Treachery, yeah. Wow. You can play it for one mana and then sack it away. They get their thing back, but who cares, right? Yeah. You, you give them their thing back, but then you steal it immediately with Agent of Treachery? Or just punch it with the building. Yeah, punch it with the building. Uh, also, yes, yeah, so that was by Yatsugi and then Claudio, also 15th place with Fires. Uh, so a little down, we have Roberto777 with Mono Black Aggro. And, uh, Ricky, can, can uh, where's, where's the door? Where, where are the new cards? Um, we don't need the new cards. Did we just, like, load up a deck list from the end of last year? I've seen, I've, okay, so I've been seeing some mono black decks, right? Yeah. But they've been playing Liliana. And, um... And Shieldred. And Sleeper, yeah. Uh, They're just the standard decks. This is, uh... This is the old mono black aggro deck. Yeah. Three Bloodstone Champion, four Dreadwanderer, four Night of the Evolution, four Scrapping Scratcher, four Greater Trespasser, three Murder's Rider, four Rankle, two Spot of Mayhem, four four Fatal Push, four Thoughtseize. Just, like, no new cards... Well, you know, After... you don't need to play the new cards, but I think that literally the color that got the best new cards was black. And we don't need them. And they're not even playing them. The, the newest card here is one Takanuma from Kamigawa. Kamigawa. Jeez. And what's really strange about this challenge is we have to go all the way down to 24th place to find a Grease Fang list. Don't worry. we The next one's got you covered. This Grease Fang, though, also not play Liliana. What are you doing, Cabeza de Bolo? Uh, getting I'm assuming I'm, I'm assuming all the Rakdos players got there got to the bots first. Right, right. Uh, the two to rest four thought sees is kind of like ultra ambitious. We are here to find all of those graveyard hate. fable the mirror, yeah, and the fables. So, man, uh, there's a green black Nykthos deck. There's a couple, yeah, Blade of Ice. Uh, in what was that, 25th, and then Namor Squats in 17th. I think you're um, probably just better off playing not this. I don't like Ritual of Soot that much. Yeah. Uh, I like the Fatal Pushes. I don't like the Ritual of Soot. And... At least they're not playing the, the Vraska yeah. Nugget's Nexus. Or playing the Sphere. Yeah. Um... 27th place, Burnt Talk 77 with Liana in the Abzan Grease Fang deck. Good, good, good. There we go. We're getting there. Maybe one or two more needed, but hey, you did it. You found the line. And, uh, 28th uh, place. Oh, you're t- going oh. 28th? Kogari Elves? Yeah. Are you, what, what did you want to mention? This, I, uh, I want to go to 30th. So. Okay. Well, well, let me talk about Elves real quick. 
Uh, yeah, it's here. I love it. It's perfect. And uh, I can't wait to play it. All uh, right, moving on. Yeah. Uh, oh, Terra Sunder. Jeez. Um, so 30th place, we have uh, Island Goes to Me. Island Goes Island Sam. Island Goes Sam. E. Uh, playing their uh, Bushwhacker deck. Yeah, this deck is this deck is as spicy. I, I think it's pretty spicy, uh, that's for sure. Um, the reckless, what we got here, Ricky? Break it down. We for got us. Uh, Bomat Courier. You know, favorite one drop of the Crew Three team, right? Uh, two Fanatical Firebrand, f- two Legion Loyalist, four Swiss Spear, four Phoenix Chick, four Burning Tree, three Kari Zev, two Bone Crusher Giant, four Reckless Bushwhacker, four Kumano. Play with fire and Atarkas commands. Man, I think I have to. Gosh, I think I just got rid of my Bomat couriers because again, who's playing that card in the year of our Lord twenty twenty two? I like how the most expensive card in this deck is Legion Loyalist. Is well, yeah, or play with fires right after, underneath it. A set of play yeah. with fires costs you eight dollars now. Yeah. Oh, Dead of the Bugbear is also up there. Oh, rending volleys are almost five dollars each. Oh, good. Sweet deck. Pioneer's a silly place. Pioneer's a great place. And then uh, 31st place, Garcia's Portanto on team... Creativity. Creativity. Cool. We saw Creativity run around in our event, too. We did. Uh, A Creativity player who had the worst luck ever. Yeah, I I watched that. It was, uh, that was like, thank you for taking all the bad draws for the entire room. Yeah. You deserve those wins. I, I was just like, geez. Maybe they weren't playing the creativities. They're just trying to hard cast their guys. Maybe they just weren't in there, right? Yeah. They're trying to they get pulled an L they pulled an LSV. Yeah, exactly. Huh. Alright, Sunday's challenge. Sunday's challenge. Also, real quick, uh troubling meta percentages here possible. We'll wait till after we talk about Sunday. Uh 31% of the field. Is Rakdos mid-range. It's okay. I I just want to bring back that meme that I found on Twitter that has been since removed. It's also not, because it's, it's uh, the other decks are half. Rakdos is like five decks. So really, Nykthos ramps the most deck again. Anyway, go ahead. So while you were partying, I was studying turn three pieces. Yeah. Uh, while you were having fun, uh, I was casting Galvanic into Delve Spell. And now that the black-red idiots are at your door, you come to me for help? Once again, asking you that if Phoenix is ban-worthy, why haven't I won with it yet? Oh, yeah. Uh, but, yeah. Mid-range looks super exciting with Liliana. I don't... And it makes the mono-green matchup better, right? It does, yeah. So, it seems like a great deck to play. I don't think it's the best deck in the format. I mean, like, it's definitely a pillar of the format. Definitely very oh, good. Sure. You're definitely never wrong for playing it, but I don't think this is going to be Black Red is the only deck to play. I just think everyone is so spooked about Mono Green right now, as they should be, that everyone is just like, I'm not, that's the one deck we're not losing to today. Uh, anyway, let's move on to Sunday. Start off with Sonora JF with Rakdos Midrange featuring three Shieldred, three Liliana of the Veil. Seventh place, we have EJK. On Rakdos Midrange featuring uh, three Lily on the Veil, no Shieldreds. 
None? Uh, sixth place. Soren. Bob the dog. Oh, what's up? They're playing Soren. Oh, this in is the, the build that plays Reckoner Bank Buster. And I need you guys to keep playing Reckoner Bank Buster because I bought a ton of them. Help Ricky Stonks out. Right. Uh, sixth place, Bob the dog on Azorius Control. A 75 card Azorius Control. We love to see it. Two Orvar the all form in the board. What is this for? Uh, this is for Liliana. Oh, fair. Yeah. Where do you see the Orvar? Those are in the sideboard. In the sideboard. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, if your opponent makes you uh, discard it. You just get to make it? Yeah, you get to make a copy of any permanent. Oh, okay. So you can just, like, if they make you discard it, you can ramp into another land. Oh. Uh, okay. or make another portable hole at instant speed, or leyline binding, or whatever. You can just make a copy of any permanent. Cool. You can make your own uh, ooh. And plus them back. Yeah, I got them. Uh, fifth place, we have OJ Nalekos on Is It Phoenix? In fourth place, we have Par Smasher on... Hold, 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 hold. the Spin Range, yeah. You gotta look at the Phoenix list. Oh, sorry. Wow. No shredders. Did you see this list? Yeah, what well, we got, Ricky? Tell yeah, the people. We got no shredders. Four no shredders. thing, one Drake. I played three shredder, two thing. And I think it was pretty right. Shredder is a really good card, but I think Thing in the Ice is also kind of the truth. Um, they're also on three strategic planning. Hold on, hold on. Not even Impulse. Are people still allowed to play that card? Yeah. Is that old man still looking at his hands? He is still looking at his hands. Two Fiery Impulse, one Flame Blast Bolt. I also played one Flame Blast Bolt. Card was insane. Four Axe? I'm I'm only on two Axe. And I felt it all day. I was like, every time I saw Lightning Axe, I just thought, I only have two of these. Gotta save it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, three pieces, one iteration I like, one a braid. This is a list, man. Uh, they're on 20 land. Coward. I was on 19. <laughs> um, and then there's side. How many tablet of the guilds did you play? No tablet. Uh, Young Pyromancer and Anger of the Gods. I just disdainful stroke I like. Aether Gust is fine. This is a list. This is a dope list. This is somebody who has tested. A lot. A lot of Phoenix. Yeah. All right. Uh, fourth place, Parbasher with uh, Black Mid Midrange, like I said. Throw Liana, one Children, one Cletus. That's a split. That's a good split. Split one Hearse main deck. One Hearse main deck. I still I still don't know if three Liana main board is the right call. I feel like I want to be on like two and one of the board. Cavrek in the side. That's the new hotness. Two Bank Buster. Keep going. Ride. Going. Ride. Uh, third place, Art you guess, on Bant Spirits. You'd love to see it. You know I'm here for it. Main, main deck board in the Torsino? Torsino. Yeah. That card is really hard for uh, for Black Red to answer. <laughs> Get on Squirrel Girl. Uh, second place, Musasabi on Rakdos Midrange. Two clues to Liliana again. And then first place, Oscar Franco on Azorius Control, the 75-card build. Uh, yeah, we're doing it. No Orvar, though. Uh, Elspeth's champion. Uh, and one Baneslayer and one Lyra in the board. What a 
That's what the correct. That's the correct split. Yeah. And a Starnheim Unleashed. That card is yeah. real. How have I never seen this borderless version before? That's beautiful. Else, That's good art. Two Elspeth Sons champion. Ooh. The sideboard is just like, I'm winning the game. Yeah. I'm no longer going to wait. I'm done dirtling with these Teferis. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm done waiting. I'm going to attack. I'm Exodia. I'm going to destroy exactly. you. Exactly. Uh, I like this list. This is a good control list. Yeah, solid, solid top eight here. Lot of mono, lot of Rakdos mid range though. Kind of scary, but we'll see. Now the fart knows that everyone's coming and playing with the Lilianas. Uh, hopefully, we learn to adjust. But uh, just throwing it out there, Ricky. Uh-huh. If something were to happen to Karn, do you think something also should happen to Rakdos mid range? Not at all. Not at all? They play all fair cards. What do you ban? Fable? No. I thought long and hard about it. Fable's the, Fable's the pick. Fable. Fable's the pick. I think there's going to be a lot of decks that get hurt by that as well. Uh, but I think Fable just filters your draws so much. It's two bodies in one. Filters your draws. Fable's the pick. If we were like... Everyone's like, ban Thoughtseize. Look, Thoughtseize, kind of bad in this war right Not now, actually. Not like, card, being yeah. Honest. Not great right now. It's pretty good. Um, I forget who it was, but they were talking about like, you know, if uh, was was it you who had said uh, something about along the lines of like, if your opponent's like main board in the Thoughtseize, blind like if blind Thoughtseize is good, you're, it doesn't matter if you mulligan or not. I was mentioning that in our Discord. It like yeah. this conversation came up about uh, about like uh, I tell. I mulligan out of turn when I'm on the draw, uh, especially if my opponent's thinking a lot. When I see mm-hmm. my hand, there's a few times where I'll have hands where I have to think about the mulligan, right? But a lot of times when I have a hand that's mulliganing, like, it's very obvious when I draw it, right? Yeah. So, like, there's no reason to, like, to wait for my opponent to tell me that they're mulliganing, right? Sure. I'll just go, I'm mulliganing now. Save time, right? Also yeah. puts them in a weird position because now they know I'm mulliganing. Maybe they'll keep a sketchier hand. And then okay. the conversation came up, well, if you're a Thoughtseize deck and your opponent mulligans, that Thoughtseize in your hand looks better. But if you're playing a deck that's main boarding Thoughtseize, like, you already punish mulligans. So it doesn't matter, like, if you have to mulligan. Like, if your opponent mulligans, you don't keep the hand because it has Thoughtseize and, like, nothing else to get out of it. Like, you're playing a deck that's just going to grind card advantage anyway, and you're going to be fine anyways. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Like I said, generally, like, because you're so many Rakdos mid-range players running around, you're boarding that card out anyway. It's just, like, Thoughtseize, not as great right now, I feel like. So, like, I don't want to ban Thoughtseize. Like, are you going to ban one of these just, like, creatures? I don't know. They're not going to ban Lily. Like, they just put her into the format, right? So I think Fable just gives so much value and like helps smooth out so many problems with the deck that I think Fable's the card to go. Maybe you're maybe, but like I think I don't know. It feels weird. Like maybe the ban is like Croxa or Kalidus. Maybe it's, people are saying Trespassers the card you ban. I mean, I think Trespassers is definitely the best threat in the deck. So like you know, also man, glad I bought mine for a buck. Yeah, right? Also, MTGO price on that card is ruined for no reason. 
<laughs> yeah. I don't know. Honestly, like if I had my way, uh, I'm banning Karn and I'm saying uh, we're going to come back in like two weeks after looking at what's happened and see, we're going to yeah. see, right? Uh, maybe like three weeks. Just I don't know. Man, I kind of like. I was on the Pioneer like uh, banning committee, wizards that you need to build. They've got like a pioneer one, or sorry, a, a popper one, right? Yeah, they don't have a modern or a pioneer one. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm saying I, I think we ban. I feel like a lot of like big shakeup bans, they should always be kind of accompanied with a like, yeah, in a month we're going to come back and be like, it was enough or it wasn't enough, right? I just think Karn is just a good ban because once again, bad card design. Yeah, um, like. Bad card design, very good card. Yeah, maybe you ban, like, Karn, and then you just, like, you take, like, one shot at, like, I don't know. Nah, I can't think of any other bans I would want. Yeah. You unban something. Like Winota. <laughs> like Winota. People are saying, like, now's the time to unban Copter again. Unban But Copter. there are people who are always saying it's time to unban Copter. No, don't unban Copter. And, and don't unban Kathis either. I just want people to keep crying about it. <laughs> At this point, it's funnier that you don't unban it. It's like Splinter Twin. Like, I'm pretty yeah. sure Wizards just, like, uh, you know, they've got, like, their monthly meeting where they all gather around, uncork the bottle of modern player tears about Splinter Twin, and have a good laugh, you know? Of course, Ricky's rise to the top. What? <laughs> yeah. Of course, <laughs> the the only the only the freshest and most salty tears rise to the top. I mean, here's the thing, right? Like they said they were going to print Lily earlier, but she was going to be too bad for standard. Have they thought the same? Have they thought the same things about Splinter Twin? Oh my god! Uh, I just like I like the idea that Lily brings, uh-huh. which is hey, modern isn't our format for innovation, cool deck building, and seeing old cards that haven't been around in a while. So let's make that pioneer. Like all these old cards that like were amazing are great card design and stuff. Yeah. And uh, create fun game states and lots of decisions. Yeah. They're like, yeah. Unfortunately, they, they gave us a card that slots right into a deck that is like the most played in the format already. Right. And Shieldred. Just cast more Phoenixes, guys. Yeah. Uh, all right. Let's talk about 11th place Carnage Cards ENT. On Orzov Grease, saying that Fort Sister Supplier, two Guardian of New Benalia, four Fiends Informant, four Grease Fang Ukiba Boss, three Sarah Paragon, four Lily on the Veil, two The Wandering Emperor, one Duress, four Thoughtseize, three Vanishing Verse, one Sky Sovereign Cost Flagship, and four Parhelion, two. Man, I tell you what, I love Vanishing uh, Verse. So, I, I will not be taking questions at this time, but I'm pretty sure this is the best build of Grease Fang. Yeah. I the only thing I want to slide in here is like two can't stay away. We need to find room for two of them. And I think it just might... to get just to get the turn 3 or the turn 2, I mean. Just cuz like I think the card is just very good already, uh-huh. right? Sure. I miss like losing green does kind of like feel sad about Grizzly Salvage cuz that card was so powerful and Witherbloom command, but I think just like playing this mid-range deck that might just thirteen you out of nowhere, is the way to way to do it for sure. Yeah. But somewhere, 
I think the cuts need to be made for like two can't stay away, especially if you're playing cards like Guardians of Nubinalia and like Rafine's Informant and Citrus Supplier are still good targets for can't stay away. I guess Sarah Paragon's like a very big can't stay away. Yeah. But uh, I just kind of like And of course, it. when you play Sarah Paragon, you can argue with your local judge. Oh my god. <laughs> Uh, I like Please this list a person. lot. I like this list a lot. I don't know about temporary lockdown in a deck that plays a lot of two drops, but maybe it's good. The Evoke Despair is definitely going to be good. Yeah, hey, it doesn't stop our Grease Fang, though. It's true. doesn't stop the Fang. It does stop our Angel Tokens. Yeah. Uh, Alright, 13th place, Makubi on Evzin, Grease Fang with Liana. 20th place, Igor Meister on Rakdo Sacrifice. Uh, playing four Oni Cult Anvil, two Shrapnel Blast, and two Braids, two Priest of Forgotten Gods. I'm still not sold on a bra- on Braids. Me either. People swear that it's good. I just just play Omnixilis and be done with it. I'd rather yeah, I'd rather play Omnixilis for sure. Um, I love Oni Cult Anvil, but Karn makes this super sketchy to play. I guess like braids also playing a little better braids with Oni Cult. Gigantha. Yeah, but you know, and like what are we doing with this Karizev's expertise? Like, how often are we bringing that in? Really, I did like threaten effects when like Mono Green was running rampant. Like you could just sure. steal their Cavalier and win that turn if you're like a hyper yeah. aggro deck. But um, twenty uh, first place though, play to win. That's a great name with. Mono Red Goblins. This deck is sweet. Um, yeah, four Fanatical Firebrand, four Fantasy Denizen, four Legion Loyalist, two Skirk Prospector, three Battlecry Goblin, two Conspicuous Snoop, two Goblin Piledriver, two, or sorry, four Rundvelt Horde Master, two Goblin Warchief, four Hobgoblin Bandit Lord, two Squee Dubious Monarch, two Goblin Ringleader, and two Fable of the Mirror Breakers. It makes goblins. It does, in fact, make goblins. <laughs> this deck is uh, hot. I like it. I want a reflection just like our big duder. I just want to play let's uh let's like let's maybe play some uh mutavolts. Some mutavolts, yeah. Honestly, like that's like the big thing is playing mutavolts and I think these ley lines. Whoo boy, that's ambitious. That's ambitious. This isn't legacy where like the ley line wins you the game on the spot. I I don't know about that, guys. Yeah. Oh, man. Den of the Bugbear is also a goblin? Yep. What are you cutting for Mutavolts, though? Um, You're cutting, like, two mountains and a Ramanop runes? Yeah, what's this What's this one of Ramanop runes doing here? It's there. Yeah. Can I, can I draw it, your eyes to 26th place? You can draw my eyes to 26th place. Uh, it got just titled PRG by yeah. Uka. I think there was one in the Saturday challenge as well. Yeah, there was by uh, Chicho Tech. Uh, so this is like a Citadel Company deck? Yeah. It's the old sack build. We're playing Phyrexian Vivisector. Oh, I missed that. As a three of, just to scry when our creatures die? Man, I guess we just need a... <laughs> Double Catacomb Zifters? Like, there's... Yeah. I think it's fine. It's a weird inclusion. It probably worked out great. Like, thing is, like, scrying is super important with Bolas' Citadel, so... Yeah. Like, you get to sack something to Woe Strider and then scry twice 
so you can keep going on your Citadel combo. I think it makes, sure. like, Citadel more, like, game-ending when you drop the house, you know? Yeah. What do you think of 22nd place here, though? Uh, Mario B. Brega playing Sack with three Corvold and one old Rutstein. I don't believe. I think Corvold's Day in the Sun is over as anything more than, like, a one-of in your sideboard. Wow. I'm going to say it. Words. I'm going to say it. Just play Sack instead. Um, like he's gonna say it. He yeah. doesn't care. He broke your arm. Exactly. I like Weatherlight Compli added. I like yeah, I this card a lot in this deck. I don't like. I don't like the Corvolds. I don't like yeah. four Fable either. That's a lot of Fable for this deck. That is. You're playing twenty three lands in this deck. Like, ugh, I want to be on twenty one lands in this deck. Yeah. But I mean, you're trying to cast yeah, Corvolds, yeah, yeah. so. Very true. All right. Well, that will do it. Uh, there's also real quickly uh, J Ma in 29th place with the the brave Lotus Field player, and then 28th place uh, Lederhosen, another very good name. Good names in this challenge uh, with mono white humans. We're playing uh, keeping that four deck peacekeeper. Yeah, get it. And then also 31st and 32nd place are also mono humans. But yeah, play the peacekeeper. That card's and good. Guardian of New Benalia. Yeah, look at these new cards rumble. I I like. Peacekeeper, but I don't think we cut Adeline down to two. Yeah, we still need to play like three Adeline. Uh, yeah, oh, I want to play four Adeline. That card's so insane. It is very good. Not great in the face of Karabek, though. Right. Yes. How much is Hope of Initiate? Uh, expensive. Okay. Huh. Yeah. It also well, goes in my Warlock deck, huh? Commander decks. Oh. Ah, Warlock Commander. <laughs> It is a warlock, huh? Speaking uh, of right. warlock commander decks, Ruckman, the forty k commander decks. I'm excited. What's in your card kingdom cart? Yeah, uh, definitely not four of the forty uh, k commander decks. Right. Uh, also, real quick before we, before we switch over to this, uh, I will link the leak dumps below. Once again, there are always so many decks for us to cover uh, that we just don't have time. So be sure to check out the uh, the leak dump in the links below. But yeah, so what's forty uh, k? Yeah. <laughs> well, I thought it was forty thousand. Uh, <laughs> Jimmy Wong would have you believe that, huh? <laughs> I, I love Jimmy Wong to no end, but like, don't you want for these like cross branding events? Shouldn't you get somebody who like really knows and loves the Warhammer stuff, right? Yeah. Once again, though, that was the most toxic, but also at the same time, like the funniest Twitch chat I've seen oh, in a while. Man. 40,000 is a rough statement, though, you know? It is. Uh, but yeah, so, uh, you know, my 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 buy order right now is I'm kind of just picking up some odds and ends here. Obviously, I mentioned, you know, I need to I need to bite the bullet, buy my lilies, buy my shieldred still. Uh, unfortunately, I opened a box with four Jayas and not four Lilianas. Um, I thank you for those uh, Jayas. You're welcome. But yeah, that was the weirdest box. So I bought a set box. I got a set box, and I opened non-foil Jaya, foil Jaya, borderless Jaya, foil borderless Jaya, and hmm. no Lilianas. Yeah. But luckily, they weren't Karns. So it's a pretty good win, in my opinion. Right. Uh, that was, like, most of the mythics in that box, though. So, you know, neither here nor there. So, yeah, what am I buying right now? So I'm picking up some Lilies, picking up some Shieldreds. Uh, also the sleepers because, hey, maybe we'll play some standard. Um, I still 
am not able to bring myself to buy meat hooks <laughs> just yet. <laughs> oh boy, meat hooks. Jeez, it's a massacre. It is. Is this like the most expensive standard we've seen in a while? Yeah, because well, people are trying to play it. Yeah, it's also monocolor, which is funny as hell to me. Uh, yeah, so I'm picking up that, but not just that, though. I'm picking up uh, some humans cards. I'm picking up my Leaf Crown Visionaries so I can, uh, you know, like I, like I talk about a lot, I don't play a lot of elves. In, I never played a lot of elves in content and stuff like that. Um, but I do I do keep up with elves in Pioneer. It's kind of one of my favorite decks that I like to load into when I'm just having some fun in the format. Um, I, I always enjoy that deck a lot to pick up some humans because of the anointed peacekeepers and stuff like that. Uh, yeah, and I'm just kind of just really chilling. Otherwise, I feel like th- oh oh, and then uh, I might have been scammed by Tyrant into buying the stuff to go take. Um, uh, what was I going to say? Um, the <laughs> the legendary human deck. Oh, the legend- with yeah. jo- with Jodas. Uh, I think I'm going to play a little bit of a different build than what he was, but. Uh, Joda does look kind of fun, and I do want to play it. And I opened up a foil stained glass Joda, so I might pick up the other Jodas it, I need. But, to yo, play but is that etched? Day. It's not etched. So, like, my, my buddy uh, bought a collector box, right? Uh huh. And he's like, "I got all these cool cards." And I'm like, "How many etched cards did you get? Textured cards did you get? Right?" Uh huh. And he goes like, "What do you mean?" And I'm like, "Well, it's time we go back through all your cards and start rubbing them." Yeah, and that's what we did. And he had he opened the textured foil Joda and textured foil braids. So and then like then we're like rubbing this squee, and I'm like I'm not sure. And then like let's rub braids to compare. Rub, 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 rub. Yeah, I just don't think the squee is textured. Yeah, but it feels almost yeah. the weirdest thing. They do look cool and they do feel cool, but like eventually you're rubbing all these magic cards with your finger and you're just thinking like I'm crazy, right? I've, yeah. I've lost it. <laughs> so I haven't I haven't actually seen one of the textured magic cards yet. Would you say they're like not as evident as like the Pokemon ones? They They aren't as evident as Pokemon or Digimon's textured cards, right? Uh-huh. But they do feel a lot like the Digimon textured cards. Okay. In the parts uh, that are textured I, though. The thing is, the yeah. Digimon textured cards are textured the entire card front. And, like, these are oh, not. Okay. They're only textured in certain places. Sure. Super interesting. Uh, and I would also say I picked up Balmors, but I just opened all the stained glass copies of Balmor that I needed because I'm excited to play the Prowess deck. Uh, and then uh, just kind of a fun card I'm looking at. Uh, I'm looking at picking up some Shadow Prophecies. Oh, Yeah. I might try to do some dumb domain shenanigans. It's like I said, part of one of the reasons why I'm like, I might take this RCQ season off a bit is to just go play fun decks at FNM again without feeling the need I need to practice. So, yeah. So, not super exciting. Obviously, honestly, a little disappointed if you've heard me complain about Raptors mid-range this week, uh, only to find out I'm bu- bu- picking up the cards for it. But, look, I enjoy playing Raptors as well. Gonna need them at some point. And if they get banned, they're not gonna get banned. The set just came out. Uh, what are you buying, Ricky? But also, um, the other thing that's also in my cart is, uh, I'm selling Blue White Control back to Card Kingdom. Oh. Um, to Chris's chagrin, when I told Chris I'm going to get rid of the deck, he was like, how many times have you bought and resold this deck again? It's probably my fourth time now. Um. No shame in that. You know, I, I, I play it and it just never works for me. And, you know, I'm someone who, 
played a lot of blue-white control in like previous standard formats, and just the deck never works for me. So, Ricky, I need you to hold me accountable and just never let me buy it again. Right. Uh, I am keeping the, the Emperors, though, because we can just play those into some random jank mid-range deck at some point. Absolutely. So, I, I like to go through, whenever a new set comes out, I'll go through all of, like, Card Kingdom's, like... It's kind of how I judge whether or not I'm going to buy a box, honestly. And this is the stupidest. Don't don't take after me, right? But I put everything in a cart that I want from the set. And if I'm, like, under $75 or $80, right, uh-huh. then I just buy the cart and I don't buy a box, right? But if we, like, crack 100 bucks, then, like, I will put the cart on hold and just buy a box and see what we get out of the box before sure. deciding what I want to trade for and what I want to actually end up buying. So yeah. right now I've got my Dominaria, my DMU cards in here right now. And uh-huh. it's looking like not a box set for me, but, you Ooh, know. Yeah. Uh, so let's start at the bottom and work our way up. We got one uh, variant Azure Eternal Schemer. Uh this is mostly just for multicolor cube. Uh-huh. Uh, one full art Thran portal for my Gates Commander deck. Okay. Uh, two full art Sulphurous Springs, because I've already opened two other ones. Yeah, I need to get my Sulphurous Springs, too. That rem- th- thank you for reminding me that I'll say to pick up my Sulphurous Springs. Right. Uh, two Rundvelt Horde Master. I did not open any Rundvelt Horde Master in my two pre-releases that I went to but I have several friends who have opened them and been like, I'll trade these to you. So I'm like, I'm just going to buy two and I'm sure I'll find the other ones. Uh, one textured Wrath Weatherlight Stalwart for the cube. Uh-huh. Uh, same thing with one Namada Primeval Warden textured for the multicolor cube. One Lagomos Hand of Hatred textured for the multicolor cube. Two. Is that card going to be good in cube? Oh, uh, there's a sacrifice deck. Oh, true. Black yeah. red is the sacrifice color. Mm-hmm. Um, two full art Carplusion forests because I opened one full art Carplusion forest and I have a ninth edition white bordered one that will infuriate everyone. It's my fourth Carplusion forest, yeah. so that's very funny. Yeah. Um, four full art Defiler of Instinct. Um, that's the red Defiler. Yeah, we we plan to make this combo. Um. Not only just Ignis combo, which I think is the worst way to use this card, but it's very funny. Uh-huh. I just, like, people have been trying to play Torbran in Mono Red. And, like, when the yeah. when the Obosh kick runs out, at the end of the day, this card is just a very solid Mono Red card. Okay. It's, like, a very good curve topper, and I just like to purchase every good Mono Red card whenever I see them. Sure, that's fair. That's what I've also got four Phoenix chicks, uh, but I've already opened them. So I'm like, yeah. I'm debating finding some foils, but I also am like, I'd rather get full art cards than foils. So like, none of these are actually foil other than the textured cards for cube. Mm-hmm. Um, one Balmore, Battle Mage Captain in textured. Yeah. Uh, one Barred Argovian Recruiter in textured. Uh, two full art Atticar Wastes. Just to. Just to kind of have, I have one already uh, that I opened, non-full art. Honestly, I think the non-full art 
looks better. I might switch these to regular Attacar wastes. Yeah, I'm not a fan. Like, I opened a four foil Attacar waste, and I if think it's the, the foil, it's better. It just looks like a blank card. It's so weird looking in foil. Um, the last thing in my cart is the spiciest. But you already bought two Jaius for me as well. Right. Um, the last thing in my cart is four full art Academy Lore Master. Oh, we're doing it? I just it's a they're a buck fifty. And uh-huh. like at the end of the day, even if this cart doesn't pan out, I think this card's a hilarious meme. Uh testing last night in stream, we learned that anytime our opponent decides to draw the cards, we win. And anytime yeah, we, they can't do anything. I know, I know. And anytime our opponent just says no thanks to our drug deal. Uh, we just lose horribly. They just run us over, right? Which is weird, because this thing is a 2-drop two 2-3 two, in blue. It should be able to buy us some time against the aggro decks. I believe that with, like, cards like the Delve spells and stuff like that, like, th- like Dig Through Time specifically... Sure. Because I'm playing Silver Scrutiny in the Explorer build. Oh my god. Um, I think that this card could be real in a flash deck if only for FNMs and articles. I'm already working on Turbo Fog and I'm thinking about shoving at least two in that deck now. I know I got to get that article out sooner. So it, my article is not going to contain this card because I can't test it in time. But uh, I'm just saying this card is sweet and at a buck 50 for the alt art, like the full art one. I think I'm in, I'm, I'm kind of close to just making it a full eight of, because uh-huh. right now, all that in my cart, I'm only at like $63.87. So like, I mean, another six bucks of Lore Masters just for the spec. Like, this is a sweet commander card, too, is the thing, right? People want to play this. Yeah. People want to be obnoxious, right? You want to you draw the card? You want to draw the card? Come on. You know? Uh, it's definitely a very fun card. And I can't wait to have them. I already picked up the gold control deck, which was an impulsive move in my Throws of Victory. Um, Looking at the actual cards in the deck, I should have just ordered the three that I wanted, but I'm not unhappy, Uh right? Mostly because I just want... I kind of wanted an unfoil, like non-foil versions of, like, the Jared. Sure. Um, Because, like, commander foils tend to work real bad. But I'll get it Mm -hmm. in a double sleeve and... It'll be fine. Um, that's what I'm buying right now. Like, any yeah. is there any card you think is like the real sleeper here? Man, I just don't know. I honestly like. I feel like I haven't studied the set enough to like really pick one out. I mean, um, you went straight for the good cards, right? Like, you're in supermarket sweep, heading straight for the hands, right? Briskets, yeah. diapers, right? Throwing it all in, uh, you know. I'm I'm thinking that I'm thinking we're we're gonna stonks a little bit here with these lore masters, and I'm just picking up the stuff that I want to play with. I know that Liliana and Shieldred are good, and while I do want to meme around with like a Fever Division Shieldred deck, sure, it's easier to meme with cards that are like ten bucks and under. Yeah. Like, I already bought a set of Frank Sanities for this Turbo Fog deck. That was, like, 40 bucks. Mm-hmm. 
you know, I'm just kind of like, I don't want to spend, like, I think she's worth it, but I don't want to spend 30, 30 per children for a meme. If you're going to play like, like the real decks with it, right? Like the Ragdust Midrange yeah. and stuff, like you need to pick up your children's, but I'm just kind of, I'm kind of sold to like for right now, Phoenix and Mono Red for my competitive decks and then trying all sorts of crazy stuff in my FNM decks and stuff. Yeah, I just I think like my joke decks this time around were unfortunately just elves and then this stupid five color legendaries humans deck. I don't think elves is a um, joke. I think elves. Is I don't. That's joke. what I'm saying though. Like my like my joke decks I think are still like perfectly serviceable. Like, there's nothing in this set that really there was no like bard class in this set for me. It feels like right. I do think though that as I said, like I think that the defiler of red. Yeah. Uh, I think the card just is good. Like, people were, as I said, playing, like, two of Tor brands. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, that card's awful. <laughs> as a four drop, <clears throat> I just think this does a lot more for, like, the, like, cleave-based deck, right? Yeah. It does make your red permanent spells pay for Rexian. So, like, you can cast a cleave for, like, one mana after buying yeah. back a Phoenix chick, right? I like maybe I'm supposed to buy back like buy like silverback elders. Uh, oh god, that card looks pretty. Silverback elder. Look, Ricky. If I cast a scoot swarm, I can immediately find a land. <laughs> it's true. Uh, I don't know, like stuff like that. I think like defiler vigor is kind of interesting. Just like go big, good. go home. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, I just don't think this is the deck for this is the set for you that has just like a lot of like kind of fun mess around cards with like. You know, looking back at like the, the Innistrad decks where I got like um, blessed or Voice of the Blessed, and just got to play like a lot of like Soul Sisters, Hardened Skills. Uh, I don't know. I just don't think there's those cards in this set for me that are outside of just like yeah, these are just competitively viable cards. I think Chris is like sold on this set. Like Chris loves this set. I think the set's sweet. I love the limited format for sure. And I think it's done a lot for Pioneer. Yeah. Um. You know, but to me, this is not a set that I'm like wanting to hoard boxes of. Maybe like I'll hoard a couple boxes to draft later because it is a sweet draft format. But I, I think the set's very good. I'm excited about further sets down the line this next year. So uh, to me, not a box set for me. Uh, for a lot of people, it's going to be a pretty big box set because I mean, you hit the Liliana, there's half your box price back. You hit the Shieldred, you know, 30, 30% of your box price back, you know? Yeah. And honestly, I might buy a box anyways. <laughs> um, but for right now, at a $63 cart, I think I can get everything that I want out of the set, which is great. Yeah. I don't know. I just think one thing, too, is the set is also being affected by being, like, the first set with the price increases. Right. And it does even more feel like, yeah, if you don't hit, like, Liliana or Shieldred, like, are you possibly hurting for making your money back? Right. Well, I mean, yeah. And I'm also wondering every time I buy, every time I get a box, right? You get that stupid commander box topper. Those are kind of funny. They're not as cool as other box toppers have been. But it's just like, man, can you rub it in my face even more that you're just you only care about commander now? Oh, yeah. I mean, that's fair. I don't think that's a an unfair take at all. But also, just like, I think the box topper, like they've tried a lot of things with it. And yeah, I think that like now at the point where we're, what was like the last set? 
the box topper was just Gallic readers, but like a bunch of different arts, right? Based on your region. Yeah. Oh, that was really cool. And then Kamigawa's box topper was. was Didn't it, have one. Was there not a box topper for Kamigawa? No. This is the promo. We had Dracula cards. Yep. As the box topper in Midnight Vow. And yeah. no box topper for Innistrad. I just think they need to get consistent on something. If they want to make a little, like, you know, 15 card side set that they put in a box topper special edition on top, I think that's fine. Like they did with the Godzilla uh-huh. and the Dracula. But just do it sure. for every set, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah, this one might not be the coolest thing, but like, you know, when they come back around to do like Kaijus again, it's super dope. Or, you know, mm-hmm. if we go to, like, what's up, like, Eldraine or whatever, and they put, like, yeah. just, like, Arthurian legend cards on the top or something, right? Sure. They're, they're, the, my thing as well is they're just, like, they foils of other cards. They're just foils of other cards you just can't get otherwise. It's just, like, cool. Uh, they're not even, like, the showcase stained glass style. Right. I don't know. Uh, that's just me rambling and complaining what, about stuff. Would you that like more, like, a set box topper? Like, um, like Rin Siri and Inseparable and like uh No, I don't think so. I I like the Dracula, the Godzilla style of like, we're gonna give you a fun, like, special version of a card that you just get in the set. Right. These cards are unique cards for Commander yeah. only. I see what you're saying, yeah. Because the Dracula cards were like Soren the Mirthless, and a couple of them were not cards that were in the set, you know. Like the yeah. blood tie, bloodline, whatever guy, and mm-hmm. but uh, for the most part, they were pretty much you know cards in the set with cool yeah, I, yeah. skins, and and it allows them to kind of do other things too. You know, I I just think that, that I mean I just like that. It's, it's different. Rising. It's fun. Oh, this is where it's just like oh maybe you get a scalding tar. Yeah, like he's just a sweet yeah. full art land every time. Like yeah, that was dope. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, uh, let's end things off with the Patreon mailbag. Patreon so, of course, mailbag. as always, uh, big thanks to our sports Patreon, patreon.com slash crew3mtg. Help keep lights on, help keep the show going, and now uh, help us make video and stream content once again. Uh, as always, every week at any tier, we, of course, have opportunities available. You join any tier, you get access to our Patreon channels on the Discord, and you can put a question in the Patreon mailbag. It sounds like this. This comes from Bridger. Uh, how do you feel about people gaming the system of RCQs by pressuring their opponents to let them get better spots since you, the opponent, are going to lose the top eight slot anyway? I.e., you're doing worse than them, so they try to talk you into giving them a better chance. And if you dislike it, how would you recommend dealing with it? Um, so, as someone who has done just this very same thing, uh, but the big thing is don't pressure your opponent into it. Look, I am all for if you got the pair down and your opponent is dead in the water, right, and they're not going to make it, just be like, hey, this is the situation. Would you mind conceding to me? If they say no, shuffle up and start playing the game. Yeah. uh, As far as, like, things like this, right, I just think respect is always, like, number one, right? Uh Uh-huh. I don't think you should take it as, like, a big disrespectful thing if somebody goes, like, hey... This is the pair down. If I win this match, I make top eight. Uh, you don't make top eight if you win, right? Uh-huh. Would you like to concede to me? That's not an insult to you. Also, when the person goes, 
No, I'd like to play because I could win more packs. No, I'd like to play because it doesn't matter why, right? Yeah. Uh, that's also not like an insult back or them being mean to you. That's just how the tournament works. That's just how yeah. magic is, and you just have to play. And that is A-OK. Either side of this, I think you're A-OK. Um, as, lo- as long as that is the extent of it, right? Like, don't pressure anyone. Like, at most, I just say, oh, well, it's worth the shot. Let's play, right? right. Uh, I also ask for concessions. Uh, I mean, I'll ask for concessions at stupid times, too. Uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll ask for concessions in, like, finals. I'll ask for concessions at quarterfinals. Uh, I, I asked for a concession at pre-release uh, when my opponent won a random drawing for a free box. I was like, cool, you're the big winner. Do you want to concede? Yeah. Yeah. I just think, like, again, the, the big thing is, like, just don't. And, I mean, how do, you, how do you recommend dealing with it? I mean, like, if the person's, like, harassing you about it, you just call a judge. Also, uh, I mean, if you are dead in the water, right... Like, you can't win. You're, like, X3 compared to an X2 who could maybe make it in Magical Christmas Land, right? They're on all the yeah. copium. I mean, just say, I don't mind conceding to you, but I'd still like to play games. Yeah, right? That's that's also definitely on the table. Like, I'm not saying, like, you know. The thing is, at the end of the day, and how I viewed it, too, especially growing up, uh through like grinding through ptq systems and stuff like that and because people will also get upset at people who are playing at lower tables that are holding up the tournament oh that my is God. the worst don't get upset at that here's the thing you paid 35 dollars to play five or six rounds of magic guaranteed and you have you've paid for that right and you're going to get to play those games of magic unless of course opponent just concedes or whatever but like you're there to play magic you came to make a day of it right Play your games and get better. If you lose your first two rounds, I mean, like, I mean, some, you know, I drop from events and stuff like that. But, like, sure. also, the thing is, like, when, when I was first coming up into grinding and stuff like that, I'd, like, lose my first three rounds in a row at, like, some seven-round PTQ. And I'm, I mean, like, I paid $25 to be here, you know, especially in, like, high school and early college. It's, like... I'm going to get my $25 worth and I'm playing my last four rounds to get the experience. Right. And also please don't complain about people who are playing the lower tables. Exactly. Um, Also, you know, uh, don't ever be upset at the guy who doesn't want to split. Yeah. It is their right to not split any player uh, at any point in time for any reason, if they do not want to prize split because prize splits have to be, entirely unanimous right can't just be a majority do not hassle them i mean a lot of people uh, a lot of judges will run uh well they'll do it with like a vote a blind vote right because people like this like people get harassed for saying like i don't feel comfortable splitting the prize right right uh but you know you came to play magic play the game uh Definitely ask your opponent to concede. Explain your situation one time. If they say no, play your game. Beat them. And remember, never offer anything. Or never offer anything that sounds like it could be you offering anything. Yeah, you just ask them to concede. You do not ever offer them anything. Never say anything like, I can give you. That's just, don't say that. The only don't time... try the, 
I've been known to be very generous. Just when you get to the finals, also, uh, finals pot buying. People get upset about this. Don't. People get weirded out by it. Don't. Some people can't make it to Atlanta. And some people, you know, are just here to play high-level Pioneer, and they don't intend to actually make a trip out, right? Hey, that was me this whole season. Um, and so when two people make it to the finals, one person goes, hey, are you okay with redistributing the prizes? Always say that word. Say redistributing the prizes. And you're, the judge will go, oh, and they'll just step back. Um, you just say, I'd like to redistribute the prizes. Would you agree to all the money slash all the packs slash all the store credit or whatever it is? Go to second place, and the first place player only gets the invite. And if they yeah. agree, then you can ask, would you concede? And if they say no, then you're playing for the invite, and at least whoever loses doesn't have the saltiest ride home. Yeah. Um, that or, like, you know, I've seen just, like, flip first and second place minus the invite, right? Like, you can you can generally figure something out. Right. So just the the whole the whole point of it all being, like, these are all things that are legal to ask for, legal to say, and you are allowed to answer yes or no, and everybody should just respect everybody. That's the real key. It's just that it needs to be every step of the way on every side needs to be respectful. Yeah. As, as soon as there's a no, that's it. Let's move on. Let's play magic. You know, you can, you know, in your head be a little like disappointed, but... Uh, it's not the time for name calling. It's not the time for like doubling down and pressuring them. It's time to play some magic cards. I agree. Good uh, question. All right. well, I like that question. Yeah. A lot. Very good question. Yeah. Uh, and as always, we are hitting close, not as always, but we are getting close to the end of our mailbag question. So uh, Patreon members, be sure to get in more questions. So we can keep this segment going. Uh, and yeah, as always, besides the patrons, I want to say thank you to everyone tuning in week in, week out, keep the show going. We are getting dangerously close to uh, 100,000 downloads on Lifetime of the show. Exciting. So uh, I think I think we should be we should hit that in a couple weeks. I uh, don't know if we'll do anything special for that, but definitely just something to kind of celebrate. Uh, but hey, guess what? Extra Life is coming up again real soon i believe it's the first week of november i'll double check that and i'll make sure to remember that date for next time um and so we're already you know getting the planning of things going but we still have some previous fundraiser stuff to cover so uh i will let you all know right now that i have ordered the necessary things to do the cats 2019 commentary so hopefully look out for that in the next few weeks and then uh, it's going to be the spookiest month of the year uh, coming up here in a couple of weeks. So sometime, some weekend in October, I'll probably run a big Discord poll. Uh, we'll pick a weekend in October to do the Morbius Watch Along. Uh, Cats is going to be a commentary you can download and listen to, sort of like podcast style, be available for everyone. And then Morbius will be a Discord Watch Along. And uh, Morbius is now available on Netflix. So I'll see if we can set up like a Netflix viewing party or something like that with it. So should be a lot of fun. Right. And just make sure we all, I, I just want to be in that group call when all of us get to see that iconic scene where he just says it's Morbin time and then Morbs all over those guys. I just, I can't wait to see him Morb all over those people. Right. 
Um, anyway, Ricky, where can they find you on socials? You can find me on Twitter at also Steve. I've been a lot more active recently, so follow me. I don't know why, but I want the number to go up. <laughs> <laughs> also, I'm now streaming on twitch.tv slash crew3mtg on Monday, Wednesday nights, and probably also Sunday mornings, but uh, we'll see how that continues to go. It's um, going to be like 90% Magic the Gathering Arena and 10% other, so tune in for the other. 10% other. I'm always here for the other. And of course, like I said, you can find me at Crew 3 Podcast on the Twitters. And then, you know, who who knows? We'll see. I might jump back in with Ricky on some streams when I do my own streams. Uh, but of course, the YouTube content will be coming back here. And uh, yeah, I got it's planning season for, um, for Extra Life. And I think I've got something fun lined up to go uh, in a similar fashion of uh, C3W, don't worry, C3W is coming back. We'll have another wrestling pay-per-view, as always, for our charity streams, because I love doing them so much. Uh, but I do think we might be seeing the debut of the Gatewatch family in a long-running video game franchise. Oh, yeah? So you'll have to tune in for that and uh, find out the reason why I now know all of Sims 4 costs like $1,000. Oh, my God. So, yeah. Should be a lot of fun. We'll talk to you all later. Bye. Bye.